Properties is a leading home builder in southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years' experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Next up, you'll be listening to United Way Community Connections with Mike Affelberg. United Way Community Connections. United Way Community Connections broadcasts every Monday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. right here on WSMN. In United Way Community Connections, you will be introduced to leaders from all of the great nonprofits in Greater Nashua, from caring for our children to our seniors, from helping our homeless pets to our at-risk vets, from learning the skills to get your GED, to dealing with trauma and substance abuse. Community Connections is the place to learn with Mike Affelberg about what's going on. Learn how you can help and make a difference from the experts. So sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and enjoy the show, which is making a difference in Greater Nashua. Here's your host, Mike Affelberg. Well, good Monday morning, and welcome to the United Way Community Connections show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. It is Monday, July 26, 2021. It is a beautiful day out there in downtown Nashua. Just, uh, I think we got a little bit of rain over the weekend here, and uh, but uh, we're on deck for a couple of really beautiful days. Um, I know that this coming weekend, I know it seems like it's probably a long time away, but but during the summer, we kind of live weekend to weekend, right? So I know that this coming weekend is supposed to be spectacular. I hope everybody's getting out their uh, picnic cooler and their, their camping gear or their stuff for the beach. Uh, maybe I'll see you around over there. That would be awesome. Um, hope you had a great weekend. I, I had a really great, really great weekend. I took, took a couple days off. My uh, family, wife, um, our daughter, and son-in-law, we uh, hit the road and went down to New York City to visit my aunt um, in the city um, who's in rehab, um, uh, recovering from you know, surgery. And also we uh, went down to New Jersey and visited my cousin um, who's um, elderly. Both are, both are not well, so it was a little bit of, you know, it was a little emotional up and down, I have to say. Um, it does make me sad that my relatives are not doing particularly well, um, but it was absolutely great to get and see them and, and also to spend a couple of days with the kids. Um, we did some touristy stuff. Um, for me, touristy stuff in New York City actually just means I ate a lot of food. I ate and ate and ate and ate. I just ate ridiculous quantities of food. I can't help myself when I get to the city. Um, but they did some touristy stuff. Our son-in-law, John, it was his first time really in Manhattan for any period of time. So they did, you know, we did stuff like Times Square and the Staten Island Ferry and um, did a bus tour of the city and did a lot of walking. And um, one day we did, we did an inadvertent subway tour of, of, of lower Manhattan. Um, Saturday, anybody, any of you who've taken the uh, uh, subway in lower Manhattan, you, you, you know that on Saturdays, Sometimes there's construction, and sometimes trains just don't run on the same schedule. So uh, we, you know, we got into some loop, really weird loop, where like an hour after getting on the subway, three stops later, and transfers, we were pretty much back to exactly where we started, which was not, I will say, not the plan. At which point, we exited the subway and took an Uber to our destination, which was um, ironic um, and sad, but it was um, it was it was what it was. Uh, when I say I ate a lot of food. I don't know what your favorite New York City foods are, 
Mine include we had pizza one day in um, in the village, which was awesome. There's some really great pizza places down in the village. And so we had that. Um, we did deli a couple days. I ate a pastrami and corn, corned beef and pastrami sandwich at Sarge's Deli. That was like, I don't know, five pounds of meat or something. It was ridiculous. Um, I, I'm still digesting it. And it was this was on like last Friday. Um, we went into Chinatown one day and ate ramen at a really great ramen noodle house, which was awesome. And uh, did a lot of just stuff like that. So... I'm hoping your weekend was was good as well. I'm hoping you got to send, spend some time with family. Um, whenever I see my relatives, it just reminds me that family is so important, and we really do need to take care of each other. Um, these have been difficult times for many families, and uh, uh, mine is no exception um, to that. So um, it was really, really great to get down and, and see them. So a little bit about our show. We're li- you're listening to the United Way Community Connections show. We're here each and every Monday morning on WSMN 1590 AM and 95.3 FM. We are also live on the internet at WSMN.live. We are also live on Facebook. Um, if you go to United Way GN or just uh, go to Facebook and look for United Way of Greater Nashua, you will see the live feed there. That is the best way for you to interact with us during the show. If you put a comment or a question um, on the live feed on Facebook, we would be glad to um, respond to that since I'm looking at the camera and I'm looking at the the screen and that's no problem. You can easily do that. Um, We're also live on um, your smart speaker, which to me that is the most interesting thing that you can actually turn on your smart speaker and like we have a, a Google Home smart smart speaker, and uh, I say, "Hey Google, play WSMN fifteen ninety, or Hey Google, play United Way Community Connections show." And I don't know. I think there's some little. I imagine there's some little man in there or woman. I've got to be you know, man or woman sitting there in the speaker with a little. <laughs> transistor radio do they even make those anymore dialing to 1590 a.m and then playing it for me and of course that's not how it works but i'm old and that's just you know how how old people think um and uh, so it's amazing to me that you can listen to us on your smart speaker anywhere in the world or uh, just join in on the the, the, the dialogue on facebook or, or actually be old-fashioned and listen on the radio on your drive to work uh, today we're going to interview. We have two different, two great interviews coming up today. We're going to be talking with um, our good friends from United Healthcare. Gabe Martinez is going to be in the studio with us. They've become just really great partners with us over the past year and a half, um, and uh, sponsors and supporters and volunteers. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about what their life and world looks like. And uh, when Gabe comes in, we will also have my colleague and friend Samantha Casista joining us. And uh, she's our director of corporate partnerships. So I said, hey, Gabe's coming in. Why don't you come on in too? And she said, sure, that's fine. Um, and and so we'll have them. And then after our second break, we're going to have uh, be joined with some of our friends from the Nashua Division of Public Health and Community Services, or you know, just called the Public Health Department. And they're going to talk a little bit about their community outreach um, and vaccination efforts for COVID-19 in our community. And so um, those are going to be great interviews. Each week we try to do two different interviews, usually with nonprofits. And so I like to think of this as if you listen every week for an hour, 
um, on your drive to work or, or maybe you're working from home from 9 to 10 a.m., you're going to learn a little bit more about our community. And then at the end of uh, some amount of time, I don't know, maybe it's a month, maybe it's six months. We've been doing this for three years. So at some amount of time, you're going to say, hey, I know something more than I used to know, and I can help people. And then you're sitting around um, at Thanksgiving and somebody says, hey, you know my friend George, I'm just making it up, George is the name that comes to mind. Okay, so my friend George, he lost his job and he's looking for housing. And he's worried about getting evicted. And are there resources? Are there services out there that I can help to, you know, help my friend? Well, if you've listened to this show, uh, you're going to know about a lot of resources because every week you're going to get introduced to two different nonprofits. And somewhere along the way, you're going to learn about one of those. And you can say, you know what? I heard about this great organization. They do this, that, or the other. You should have him contact them. Or you can say, and by the way, I heard about 211 on uh, the Community Connection Show with Mike Affelberg. And uh, he says that if you call 211, they can connect you to resources and information in the entire state of New Hampshire. And that's a free referral resource. So I think people like to be helpful in that way. And maybe that's human nature. Maybe it's somewhere on Maslow's hierarchy of needs is that we like to help each other. Um, at least I like to do that. So, And I bet you, you do too. So listen to the show and you can be a help, that helpful person. And by the way, there are other reasons to listen to the show. There's not just one, there's more. But wait, it's like the old Ginsu knife you know, ad. But wait, there's more. The, and there's also... We have a very giving community. We have people in our community that like to donate their time as volunteers. We have people that like to donate their financial resources. If they have a little bit of extra money, they'd like to give. And sometimes you don't know where to give your time or where to give your money because there's so many nonprofits out there. Um, and um, this show will introduce you to the mission of each organization. And by learning about what they do and how they're changing the world, you can say, you know, that's a place where I'd like to, you know, maybe spend a little bit of time as a volunteer, or that's a place I'd like to maybe donate some resources because what they're doing, it means something to me, whatever the case may be. And uh, so this is a really great way for you to get informed in that way as well. Um, and while we're talking about volunteering, I will say um, we've had just an unbelievable outpouring of volunteers throughout the entirety of the pandemic. We've always had great volunteers at United Way. Um, but during the pandemic, we've logged around 20,000 hours of volunteerism. Right now, we have, just as we speak, we have actively about 100 volunteers who are heavily involved with tutoring students, heavily involved with distributing um, food in our pop-up pantries, heavily involved with the grab-and-go lunch and breakfast program with the school district. So our volunteers are great. And how do you learn about volunteerism? I'm going to say the number one best kept secret in our community is a website called volunteergreaternashua.org. Volunteergreaternashua.org. Um, easy to remember because what are you doing? You're volunteering in Greater Nashua. And it's a website that's for a nonprofit, so .org. And if you go there, you're going to find all the different nonprofits that have posted information about how to get involved with volunteering, what opportunities to have to sign up. You can sign up right there. And uh, this website, which is sponsored by um, United Way, our United Way, we run the website, and we're sponsored also by the Nashua Telegraph and St. Joseph's Hospital. You're going to learn about getting involved as a volunteer. So do that, and uh, you'll learn about opportunities that are coming up. And speaking of opportunities that are coming up, before our break, I just would be totally remiss if I didn't mention Over the Edge 2021. Over the Edge is our... 
uh, event that's a fundraiser. It's a big fundraiser. It involves lots of different nonprofits. Each nonprofit that participates in the event is raising money for their own purposes, not um, for United Way. So we have organizations involved this year, like Marguerite's Place has a great team. And the money they raise, it's going right back to Marguerite's Place to help support women who are homeless in our community and transitional housing programs. And there are about 20 other nonprofit organizations involved. And what we do is we go up to the Brady Sullivan Tower in Manchester, which is the big black tall building at 1000 Elm Street. And we set up there this year on August 16th and 17th. And we repel, yeah, you heard that right, we repel from the top of the building. And it's 300 feet high, so that's like a long ways to repel. And I can tell you, having done it a couple times, when you're standing on top of the building looking down, you're like, oh my gosh, that's a long way down. But we do that, and we do that because uh, we want to support the community. We want to do it in a way that shows that uh, you know we're willing to risk life or limb for these organizations that are so important in the work they do. So you can learn more about Over the Edge 2021. Coming up in August, how to volunteer, how to get involved, um, right on the United Way website. If you go to unitedwaynashua.org, you will see that right there, and uh, you can learn right about Over the Edge 2021, and that's coming up at United Way in less than a month. So we're going to take a break now and give our sponsors a chance to talk about themselves. We have three really generous sponsors who have stepped up and made this show possible, um, we have uh, Edgestone Properties, one of our community's premier builders, is a sponsor, has been since day one. We're very proud of that relationship. We also have Embroid Me and Fully Promoted of Bedford, providing promotional products, screen printing, embroidery to our community. And we also have Franklin Savings Bank, located right up here in Merrimack with their branch off of, I think it's exit 10, um, up there in the Shaw's Plaza by the uh, Convenient MD up in that area. So Franklin Savings Bank as well. Really great sponsors. We're glad to have them. Um, we'll be back in just a couple minutes. You are listening to the United Way Community Connection Show, and I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. <laughs> it will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued 
residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. The experts in American Medical Response offer these safety steps to assure that a fun afternoon at the pool stays fun. Important actions to take at the pool are watch your children at all times. Know the basics of life-saving, including CPR. Learn how to swim and teach your child how to swim and educate them on the basic water safety tips. Keep children away from pool drains, pipes, and other openings to avoid entrapments. Check out more safety tips at amr.net slash safety. AMR Medics are here for you every hour of every day. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Hello again, everyone. This is Dr. Kelly McDonald. Well, good Monday morning. Welcome to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. It is Monday, July 26th. We are here each and every Monday morning talking with nonprofits and organizations in our community that are working day in and day out to make Greater Nashua a place which is stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who choose to live and work here. Uh, we are joined today in the studio by our friend Gabe Martinez from United Healthcare, as well as my colleague Samantha Casista from, well, my friend and colleague, so you know she's from United Way of Greater Nashua. And uh, so, guys, I'm turning your microphones on, and welcome to our show. Hi, good morning. How you doing? Good. And you sound coming through loud and clear. And how about you, Samantha? How you doing? Ready to rock and roll over here. Ready to rock and roll. Very good. So, um, you guys all have, you have a good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty okay. good. Beautiful. It was nice. I'm tired of, uh, tired of the rain, which is weird for me to say that because I'm from New Mexico originally, so we don't get a lot of rain out there. <laughs> we should talk uh, about this. We should. But I'd love, yeah, it's, it's been nice to finally uh, dry out a little bit. Gabe, I'm from California, so yeah. I can totally relate to the, to the, how um, interesting it is when it does rain. I always, even though I've been here over 20 years, I think, Wow, isn't that amazing? Look at this. What is this wet right. stuff coming out of the sky? How does that happen? Yeah, you know? it never ceases to amaze me how much water is just everywhere here. Yeah, because, it's crazy. You know, the most water I grew up around was in my bathtub. So, you know, I didn't really uh, see a whole lot of water out and about or just coming out of the ground underneath a tree somewhere randomly out in the woods. So, what I have to say, and this is a, let's just call this a straight up indictment on my fellow New Englanders. I'm going to say I've lived here long enough to call them fellow New Englanders yeah. is. Like what you guys call a drought here, what it's seriously, let's get real. If it's rained at any time in the last five years, it's not a drought. Right. 
Could not agree more. Could not agree more. So, what a scientist you are. I'm telling you, You're able Smith. to say that so precisely. I'm, I'm t- it's absolutely true. I, and and um, we can come up with sources later <laughs> after the show. Yeah. So, Gabe, tell us about United Healthcare. You guys, obviously, well known name in the uh, healthcare insurance industry. Yeah. A little bit of background, and then how you're getting involved in the community. That's what we really want to talk about today. Sure, yeah. So I'm here. I'm actually representing our uh, our Medicare health plan. So so I specifically work for um, our our Medicare health plan with United Healthcare. You know, just like you said, Mike, we're a very large company, um, national company, but we are also very local to New England. So um, I lead community engagement here for our Medicare health plan. It serves all six New England states, uh, which is, you know, pretty incredible. I think it, it really gives us a huge opportunity. We have a great uh, network uh, here within, within New England and across the nation, which I think is one of the great things about United Healthcare is that it really gives the ability, because we're a national company, we have the ability to have something like a national network. So if you're vacationing, you, you go back to California maybe to right. see friends, family, whatever, Something happens, you can uh, see a, a network provider over there, which is something that not many health insurers have the ability to do because a lot of them are much more localized. So yeah, so you're in network. That's always such an issue with healthcare. Am yep. I in network or not? Right. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so yeah, you know, and really, uh, our mission is to to help people live healthier lives and make the health system work better for everyone. So. We do that through having really robust uh, health plans for people who are eligible for Medicare. And, uh, you know, for some people who who get the confused between Medicare and Medicaid. That's mm-hmm. me. Medicare. Yeah. So Medicare <laughs> is going to be anyone who is either uh, 65 or older, mm-hmm. or you can qualify for Medicare if you've been disabled for two years. So on Social Security for two years. The Medicaid side of it, which we do have some Medicaid business in some states, not here in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Medicaid is for uh, low-income individuals. Yeah, so Medicaid, Medicare is primarily for retirees. A safety net Correct. for retirees kind of goes along with Social Security when you retire. Absolutely, absolutely. And so. Medicaid can be any age. Like my wife, right. wor- my wife works in the Medicaid field as a provider, um, as a, uh, a social worker who works with the with people who have Medicaid. And are looking to live in their homes yeah. as one of their Medicaid waiver programs, yep. Yep. and uh, so people always say, "Oh, well, that should be easy because you know there's all these providers." I'm like, "Well, yeah, if it's but they're not on Medicare, they're on right. Medicaid, so it's right. a whole different animal." And right. have I heard a rumor that you can have both? Yes. Yep. Absolutely. So those so individuals well, isn't that interesting. Yeah, I so did not know about that at in, all. Yeah. So individuals who uh, who have both are considered. Uh, what, what we would consider in the line of work that we do are duals or dual special needs populations. So individuals who have qualified for Medicare either because of their age or because uh, they've been on Social Security for two years and then their income threshold is just not up to where they would need to be so that they also qualify for Medicaid, which those individuals actually, I mean, it's, it's a huge benefit for them because, you know, Medicare will pick up the initial piece of their, you know, their uh, health care services. And then Medicaid really can come in from the behind, you know, from behind and pay the additional percentage. So they really don't have to pay a whole lot usually for their, their Medicare or their health care services. Okay. That is good to know. Thank you for bringing that up, Samantha. I had no idea. Yeah, amazing. It's a great question. It's a really good question. Absolutely. So, in the world of Medicare, what is, boy, huge question. What's new? What's, uh, what's new? I mean, it's obviously such a huge and changing landscape. But why don't we talk about what's new um, as a result of the pandemic? Because yeah. that's that's obviously the topic of the du jour. Yeah. So you know, I think 
we're continuing to follow the national public health emergency. So for folks who uh, may not know what that is, so it was a declaration by the, the federal government, the White House administration first started last year, um, to basically mandate certain things be allowed. So, you know, there were additional provisions and allowances for telehealth services. So being able to stay at home and dial in, whether it's on your phone, your smartphone or your computer, um, some even offer just phone calling. So you are now in, allowed through the public health emergency. There, there, were, there was a relaxation to allow for you to do those things in certain locations. And, you know, previous to the public health emergency, um, you had to be in something that was called a, you know, that protected your personal health information. So there were certain platforms that allowed you to do that. And right now through the public health emergency, you, you know, doctors can use zoom or yeah. uh, FaceTime and stuff like that. So it, you know, it's still safe, but it's really allowing you to stay home, stay protected so that you're not exposing yourself, but still get your, your healthcare needs through your, uh, your medical provider. So telehealth, telehealth, exactly. And so there's, there was probably some coverage for that previously, but now it's Correct. really something which is very much covered. Correct. Do, now, do you see that as um, an exception that's going to change over time? Or is that something which is kind of here to stay? Yeah, so there's a lot of a lot of talk about that. So through the public health emergency, uh, they there was a relaxation of a lot of the regulations, um, which is good. But ultimately, what that means is is unless Congress enacts some of these things into law, really allowing for it, once the public health emergency goes away, which hopefully, knock on wood, it will go away, uh, some of those things will, will go away and, and uh, telehealth will, would not look the same. There's a lot of conversations about that happening. Um, you know, we stay pretty involved and pretty informed with what's going on with that and, and what changes may happen with telehealth. Um, but I know that there's a lot of conversations through, you know, the federal government and Congress that they're looking at trying to make some of those things, uh, um, you know, allowed beyond the public health emergency. Well, I would really, I got to say, I saw that up close and I've seen that up close and personal. I talked during the introduction about my aunt. My mm -hmm. aunt is in New York City. She is, um, she's 80 years old. She has all sorts of physical problems, yeah. um, you know, including surgeries recently, brain surgery, chemotherapy, wow. radiation therapy, you name it, it's there. And for her to get out of her apartment where she lives and go to a doctor's appointment, it is an ordeal. Yep. It is it is um, almost an insurmountable task. Um, so a lot of times, and sometimes she does have to do that. But 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 it's been a real blessing for her to be able to. You know, I say, hey. Bobby, what are you doing today? Well, I have a doctor's appointment mm -hmm. at, at one, and I never think about like what does that actually mean. Right? She says, "Well, you know, so I got it. So it's like ten to one." I'm like, "Well, don't you got to go to your doctor's appointment?" Right. She says, "Oh no, no, I just got to hang up and like like hit face to my yeah. FaceTime button," and that's so great because it gives her that access yeah, to absolutely. to the doctor that she would not otherwise have had. Yeah. Um, right. And you don't, you know, don't have to leave the house. Of course, there's some care that you should absolutely be getting whenever yes. you're in person with a doctor, but it does, you know, allows for that. So individuals who just really do need to have a check in and have a conversation about some of the things that they're experiencing, it allows them to, to stay home and, you know, get those services. And then if needed, you know, their doctor can say, well, we need to figure out a way for you to go ahead and come in so that we can see you and right. take talk 
in person about some of the things that you might be experiencing. Well, years and years ago, you know, we had the doctors that had the little leather satchel with yeah. all their instruments in it, and they would go to the go out home and make visits. their home visits. Yeah. And you know, this is just the electronic, you know, digital right. age version of that, right? That's right. Yeah. Which is it's pretty it's pretty great. Um, I, I have to say it's that's been very good. I'm glad. I'm so glad that's covered a lot of that right. now. Um, and you guys are also really involved in the community. Like you wouldn't expect, you know, an insurance company to get right. involved with giving back and, and, you know, how do we, you know, change the world and, and make sure that, um, you know, we're, we're doing good things in the sure. community. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah. So, you know, we really want to invest in our communities at United Healthcare. Um, so like I said, we are a national company, but we're very local. So I right. am from New Mexico, yes, but I live right here in New Hampshire. I've lived here for about nine years now. Um, love New Hampshire and New England as a whole, so I don't ever plan on going anywhere until I'm so tired of the snow that I feel like I need to go south probably. But um, but no, so, you know, we're... I would say go west, but not south. Maybe but. west. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I've got, got some time to decide on that. So, but yeah, so we are, we're, we're really invested in our communities. And we do that through ways of partnering with really community-based organizations. So like the United Way of Greater Nashua, we've had a great opportunity to work with you all and help support and, you know, try to fundraise or, you know, sponsor events that you all have to help you to continue to do the amazing services and programs that you offer for the community. You know, in health insurance, we have the ability to, you know, we, we cover medical services and hospital visits and medication and all of that stuff, but there's so much more that people need right in their communities. So services that community-based organizations help with, which mm -hmm. is, you know, food instability and housing instability and just getting connected sometimes to care or, or services that aren't paid for by insurance plans. So that's a way that we have found that we can still be a part of that and help our communities and help our members just to, you know, support community-based organizations to hopefully, you know, allow them to continue to do the great work that, you know, that you all do. Well, you were one of our sponsors recently of our skydiving event. Right. And, um, you know, I, I think about that. And I'm like, um, well, why would, it, why would a company sponsor that? Although at the end of the day, what you're really doing is helping us to raise money for our youth homelessness fund. Exactly. And that's just really awesome. And, the, and then, of course, that turns around in, and pays itself off in dividends and positive health outcomes. Right. So it's a it's a big big win win. So I know Samantha, do you want to chime in on that a little bit? I can feel you. I can feel you sort of your energy over here in the corner. Like I'm trying to ignore you. You're very looking. perceptive. Yes, there's all sorts of like corporate partnership vibes coming. From yeah. you. Do you feel yeah. that too, Gabe? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. well, thank you. I'm just putting off the energy. So I'd like to look at us as being kind of external consultants for local companies that you can hire us to try and be a part of the things that you're not necessarily wonderful at like maybe for maybe some companies hire external consultants for HR or marketing because that's not their bread and butter in their business and our bread and butter in business is about community investments and making a robust ecosystem right. and so we like to be that external consultant but another thing that i wanted to just highlight is that Gabe has a long history in Nashua yeah, specifically a bit. yeah so when I first moved up here from New Mexico, I was actually working in uh, community mental health. So I moved here to Nashua. I lived in Nashua for about three years, and I worked uh, here for the local community mental health center. And through that, you know, I was able to learn so much about the different organizations, a lot of the community organizations that you all partner with and you all support. So there's just there's so much 
amazing work being done here in the greater Nashville community. So I think, you know, thanks to Sam for bringing that up. That's, that's also on a personal level, a way for me to, as I'm working for United Healthcare and our Medicare health plan here in New England, it's, it has the ability for me to continue to give back to the community that welcomed me nine or so years ago when I first moved up to New Hampshire. So that's fantastic. It's the great circle of, of it life. Is, it right? is. It's fantastic. It. That's, that's really fantastic. great. And that's a great organization too. greater national mental health. Oh, they're fantastic. Um, their, their president CEO, Cynthia Whitaker is mm-hmm. also a good friend and she's, uh, she's, she's on our board. She's and- incredible. She's done such amazing work here in Nashua. And I, you know, I'm sure I worked with her for a little while, mm-hmm. uh, while I was still working there. And, you know, she's, she's, She's a smart one. She's uh, she knows what she's on a mission for. So she's also, um, I would say, a little bit crazy. Um, <laughs> she's going over the edge with us again oh, this wow. year. Absolutely, wow. she's done it twice before. Yeah, I was talking to Sam. I you know I would love to do that, but there's no way that I could. have I think my heart would explode on the way down. So <laughs> it probably wouldn't, but we could have some sort of telehealth sort <laughs> yeah, of thing exactly. set up for you if you want. <laughs> exactly, a live, a live session going while you were. Yeah, no, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty. Um, I have to say, I've done it twice. It's horrifying. I'm bad. Yeah, it's just. It's just terrible. Respect to everyone who does it. So you know. <laughs> Fan, that's great for you. I always come up with like, what's going to be my excuse this year? How do I get out of this? Yeah. So let's see. We only have another uh, minute or so. I want to just make sure we have any any information. Let's see. United Healthcare. How do people find out more? Yeah. So I would say, you know, that's the age of the internet. Um, so I honestly would suggest if you're interested in learning more about United Healthcare's uh, Medicare health plans here in New England, and for anyone who might be listening in who's not in New Hampshire, uh, you can still get the same information. So go to uhcnewengland.com. Um, you and that'll be uh, taking you right to our website where you can learn more about our Medicare solutions, different health plans that we have. You can search, you know, by your, your location, your state. Uh, if you're, if you're not here in New Hampshire or you're not from New Hampshire and you can get some information about our other plans, because as I mentioned, you know, we're all across New England myself and we're all across the country. So, uh, that's a great resource for you to go and uh, and learn more about United Healthcare. UHCNewEngland.com. UHCNewEngland.com. All right, very good. You've been listening to Gabriel Gabriel Martinez from United Healthcare and my colleague Samantha Casista from United Way of Greater Nashua, talking about what United Healthcare is doing to make our community a safer, stronger, smarter, healthier place. And uh, we really appreciate all you do as a healthcare organization and also how you support the community. And thank you so much for coming on today, Gabe. Thanks for having me. It was fantastic being here. So all right. It. Absolutely. And we'll see you maybe not propelling off the Brady Sullivan Tower. Yeah, in a couple of weeks. probably not. But I'll be there to support. You know, I'll support. So <laughs> Sounds good. We'll take it. All right. So um, we're going to take a break now. We have um, our our uh, great sponsors, Franklin Savings Bank, Fully Promoted Embroidery of Bedford and um, Nashua, as well as Edgestone Properties. And uh, they're going to speak a little bit about themselves during the break. And then we'll be right back with our friends from the uh, Public Health Department, the Division of Public Health and Community Services, talking about what they're doing, particularly in outreach these days. You are listening to the United Way Community Connection Show, and I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. I need to get some new shirts for my business. Just call Sal. Does he do screen printing also? Just call Sal. Does he embroider shirts too? Just call Sal. I also need business cards and brochures. Just call Sal. How about yard and lawn signs? Just call Sal. And promotional products to give my customers? Just call Sal. Who is Sal? I'm Sal. 
My wife Jennifer and I are the proud owners of Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. If you need embroidered or screen printed shirts, business cards, brochures, lawn signs, promotional products, and even personal protective equipment for your business or organization, just call me or stop by our showroom, conveniently located at 410 South River Road in Bedford, right off the Everett Turnpike. You can also visit our website at fullypromotedsnh.com. That's fullypromotedsnh.com. We are your one-stop shop for all your promotional needs. Fully Promoted of Southern New Hampshire. Our business is to help you grow your business. Just call Sal. Commercial lending at our big bank is a process that begins with AD, that's application data, being sent off to HQ headquarters. Sounds like that could take a while. <laughs> it will. At Franklin Savings Bank, our commercial lending decisions are made locally, resulting in faster loan approvals. Drop into any of our Lakes Region or Southern New Hampshire branches, including Merrimack and Goffstown, to find out what we can do for you. Or visit fsbnh.bank. Franklin Savings Bank. Together, we are community. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Tony Joyce from Joyce Cooling and Heating. Summer is finally here, and it's been hot. By now, you've tried your air conditioner, and hopefully it worked. If it didn't work or you don't have central air conditioning, call Joyce Cooling and Heating. Our Mitsubishi ductless, Unico Microducts, or Lennox systems will fit almost any requirement you have. Don't wait. The electric and gas utility rebates are available for a limited time. That's Joyce Cooling and Heating at 882-4244 or on the web at JoyceCool.com. Edgestone Properties is a leading home builder in Southern New Hampshire. With over 33 years experience, Edgestone offers highly valued residential homes, including first-time buyer, luxury move-up, and senior community opportunities. Edgestone also offers well-located rental apartments, including active adult communities. Visit us at edgestoneproperties.com or call us at 603-889-5208 to learn more. You can also like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. That's 603-889-5208. Since 1930, United Way of Greater Nashua has been your trusted partner to fight for the health, education, and financial stability of every person in every community. When a low-income child needs access to dental care, or parents need quality after-school programs where their kids can learn and be safe, United Way is there. When a person with disabilities needs a supportive day program where they can thrive, or a family loses its home and needs a place to regain financial stability, United Way is there. When a homebound senior needs food and supportive social connections, or when it comes time to die with dignity, United Way is there. The programs supported by your United Way are the heart and soul of Greater Nashua. When you volunteer or donate to United Way, you lift up the community where you live and you work. As a highly regarded nonprofit with Charity Navigator and GuideStar, you can be sure that your donations will be used for the work of making Greater Nashua stronger, smarter, and safer. Learn more and connect with us at unitedwaynashua.org. Well, good Monday morning. You are listening to the United Way Community Connection Show. I'm your host, Mike Affelberg. Each and every Monday morning, we are here from 9 to 10 a.m. talking with organizations from our community, uh, usually nonprofits, sometimes governmental organizations, sometimes like we just had on um, United Healthcare, but always, always with an eye on the community and what people are doing to make our community stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier for all of us who live and work here. Today, I'm so excited to have with me in the studio, Louise and Robert from the Greater Nashua Division of Community Services and Public, I don't know, the, I call it the Public Health Department. They, I'm going to let them correct me as to what the organization is actually called. My friend Bobby Bagley would always, would probably yell at me. She would say, well, I can remember what you're, I can remember what you're called. Why can't you remember what I'm called? 
but yeah. the Division of Public Health. So, Luis, why don't you first of all start out by telling me what is your actual organization called? Division of Public Health and Community Services, Mike. Uh, yes, uh, so that's a proper name, but if you're going to the community and start talking to clients uh, themselves, if you tell them that, they might not know what that is. Uh, so they would know it more as the community health department. So either one is correct, depending who. Community yes. health. And where I grew up when I was little, um, I think the reason, and this is the reason why I call it that, is because it was called public health where I grew up. Oh, okay. Yes. Yep. So um, I guess it's a little bit different no matter where you are. But what you guys do is the same no matter where we are. And you go out into the community to make sure that we are all having access to the resources, yep. services, Absolutely. and supports that we need to stay healthy in our community. Mm -hmm. Isn't that right? Yes. yes. That's correct. So why don't we talk a little bit. The, the topic today is, is what we're going to call like, uh, public outreach, mm -hmm. getting out into the community rather than um, you know, there's this old model. Well, I said where I grew up. When I grew up, the public health department it was a place, mm -hmm. and you guys have a place too yes. down on down on um, your your new newly renovated place. Yes. Um, but we're not going to talk about that place because we don't want people to think you have to go there mm -hmm. to get services. What That's we correct. want people to realize and understand is that you're trying to get out into the community to provide services to people and meet them where they're at. I guess is what they say. Yeah. So I don't know who wants to take the first question, but uh, maybe we'll start with Robert. All right. Robert, why don't you tell me a little bit about what public outreach means? What does that access, yeah. going out into the community, actually mean? So public outreach really is addressing that barrier of people that, you know, they can't uh, have transportation to get over to uh, a certain organization. Uh, so we want to meet them where they're at see the environment that they live in and really address those issues. Uh, so whether it be um, immunizations, uh, uh, syringe exchange, um, any type of resources that we can help connect them with, we'll be there and meet them where they're at. And so what are some of those services? Because you mentioned um, mm -hmm. just one or two of them, but maybe we can just like, there's probably a really long laundry list of the types mm -hmm. of services that we provide out in the community. What did those, some of those consist of? Exactly. So one of the services that we provide is the immunization program. Uh, we are at the Elm Street Middle School on Tuesdays from 3.30 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then we provide uh, child immunizations and adult immunizations. And at this time, we're also uh, providing COVID vaccines. Uh, so we've been getting a lot of good turnout at, at these clinics uh, on Tuesdays. And then also on Wednesdays, we're at the National Public Library from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., where we provide more services. We provide the STD testing. Uh, we also provide COVID vaccines and immunizations. And mm -hmm. do you, does a person, so if a person sees the van, which is probably the big clue that you guys are there, you have yes. a really nice, relatively modern new van. You used to have this old clunker. <laughs> Louise, I don't know if you worked there, Robert, but I remember Louise, yes. and I'm, I'm like, man, that van is on its last legs. So I, you must really enjoy your new ride. Uh, I do, but I also <clears throat> miss the old average van because it was bigger, it was more, uh, it, it had two clinical rooms, so it was a little bit bigger, spacious, yeah. with the spacious, so that I miss from that, but this one is more modern. Uh, the air conditioning probably air works conditioning on this. works so. better. Yeah, yes, I'm sure. <laughs> the AC works better now, so yes, I do like uh, the new outreach band that we utilize. Yeah. One of the best things yes. about this outreach, as you mentioned at the beginning, Mike, is the fact that it's, it's kind of uh, uh, letting people know who we are 
in what we are doing for services because as soon as they see that they are getting used to oh yes this is public health and these are the services that they are bringing so it's an identifier for us and it's mm -hmm. a very uh it's very visible visible in a nice vehicle to go outside and meet and meet people where they are because a lot of them as uh, robert was mentioning do not have means of uh getting to certain areas so we go to them so it is yeah i very think, handy i think that's really great you know so people they see the van and they're going to understand uh, maybe you're not offering all the services all the time but mm -hmm. but they're going to be able to at least ask like um you know i like maybe there's some programs that you don't do anything at all on the van but mm -hmm. you have information about like lead testing yeah i'm guessing you don't do anything with lead on the van mm -hmm. So, so we do provide lead testing at our uh, outreach sites. So whenever we're at the Elm Street Middle School, whenever we're at the National Public Library, we do have lead testing capabilities. So if there are families that are interested, they could definitely get lead tested. That's great. That's mm -hmm. great. And it's such an important, uh, that's one thing that we've talked about. I actually had a whole show where we talked with public health just about lead testing because in our community, it's an aging community. You know, yes. we have we have buildings that are old mm -hmm. and there's still a lot of lead paint there and, and it's really dangerous. So yes, you can find out if you're concerned. Yeah, definitely. Uh, as you mentioned, we live in a very... Uh, 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 kind of a, no, I would not say old, but 33% uh, of the housing in the state of New Hampshire was built before 1950. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was until 1978 where lead paint was banned to be utilized in the in, in buildings. So yes, there is a still a huge uh, a percentage of buildings that poses uh, lead threats to children under six. Absolutely, so, yeah, it's a I'm big risk. I'm glad you mentioned that because definitely we do work on uh, with that uh, um, program as well. So let's say I'm one of those people who I've been, maybe I'm not even on the fence. Maybe I, I like, I want to get vaccinated, but I haven't had time mm -hmm. or it hasn't been convenient for me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I see the van and you guys are there. What does that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean I can just go to you? Do I need to make an appointment? Do I go to you? Do I just say, hey, man, I need the shot. Give me the shot. How does that work? So for the mobile van, you could wave us down if you see us. We'll we'll stop and talk to you. Really, we'll just driving to... down Main Street. I'm yeah. like, hey, stop, hey Robert, pull yeah, pull over here, man. Give me the shot. It, yeah, de definitely. That's awesome. we, we won't be able to give you the shot right then and there. Yeah, but we could definitely coordinate. Uh, have you come out to our outreach sites? Perfect. And at our outreach sites, you can walk in. Um, so that's a very good capability for people that maybe can't call to make an appointment or uh, access online. Uh, to make an appointment uh, via the internet, but they could definitely walk up to us and, and ask questions. We're, we're open to, to the public. And yeah. Um, yeah. which shot are you guys doing now? Is it the Johnson & Johnson or is it the, which which one is it? Well, uh, uh, you know, that's another beauty of uh, us when we have the capability to, to bring the shots. We, right now, at this moment, we're offering uh, the Johnson vaccine, which people, a lot of people will like that it's only one vaccine. But we're also offering the uh, Pfizer vaccine at this time. At the very beginning, yeah. we were offering the uh, Moderna vaccine. But at this point right now, it's either uh, Johnson or uh, uh, Pfizer. So the Johnson Johnsons, you just get the one shot and you're done. Yeah. The Pfizer is, I think the statistics show it's a little bit more effective, but mm -hmm. you need to come back for the second for shot. For the second shot, three weeks apart from each other. But uh, And that's why a lot of times people... I uh, would prefer Johnson over sure. the, uh, Pfizer, and people mm -hmm. got their own, uh, you know, opinion. So we let them, uh, uh, you know, in a way, which one would you like? And we, yeah, of we course, it, we will give that to the uh, person. That's really that's really great. So, um, 
because there are a lot of people and that that's a convenience factor right just yes. being able to yes. get out there and, and and get and get your shot mm-hmm. and um, and at the same time you said you do other kinds of immunizations I'm sure some of that has to do with with children and going back to school is that sure. right yeah exactly I know. exactly so for immunization so for example if people need an MMR vaccine a, a varicella vaccine um, Tdap any any vaccines that a, a child or an adult may need uh, we have those capabilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's fantastic. Yep. Now, we also have this big event coming up. The Nashua goes back to school. Mm-hmm. We do that every year. Mm-hmm. We didn't do that last year, yeah, but we do that every that every normal year when it's like not mm-hmm. a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, are you guys going to be there for that? Do you know? Uh, I would think uh, uh, that we are going to be there if it's going to be open. Yeah. I, I would think that because that was one of our biggest uh, events in, in, in Nashua, so everybody goes to that. It's yeah. going to take place. I'm it sure. is going to, for oh, sure. Yeah, so yeah definitely. definitely. Mm-hmm. We're going to be there because we always there. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. That's really that's really great. What are some of the questions you get from people? Because I'm sure you must get a lot of, um, you know, sort of just people not even know what you do or or having just you know concerns or questions. What are some of the top of the things you hear over and over? from people uh one of the common questions is as simply as uh, what do you offer you know what do you offer we start from there you know uh uh, you know we start informing them that we have an std program we could test for stds we could provide immunizations we could provide uh covid shots uh so the conversation kind of starts there uh and then it it could get a little deeper from there as well like what what do covid vaccines contain um so, you know, we have nurses, public health nurses that, that can help answer those questions um, to make the public feel more comfortable with, with getting the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do that also in different languages besides English? Yes. Oh, my yes. God, I'm glad you asked that, uh, Mike, because definitely mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, has, that comes from leadership, the importance of other languages, uh, you know, uh, that are more familiar in the area. So they always try to bring the, the best uh, right. Uh, services uh, promote health in you know uh, so we do have it in different languages uh, si- since the uh, Spanish speaking language audience is, is, is bigger in the area yeah. so it's, we do have uh, uh, interpreters in Spanish and that's where I come in play also Mike uh, not only Spanish we do have a Swahili interpreters now uh, we do have French uh, uh, interpreters now in our division portuguese and i assume portuguese i'm portuguese. glad that you yeah. mentioned mm-hmm. that portuguese is becoming very yeah. very strong in the area so we do have uh, uh services in portuguese as well if we do not have a person that speaks the language that is needed we always utilize uh, the tools that we have in the community like the language line uh so the important is that we do have access to any other languages depending on the need and that's you know like i say that comes from leadership that's assuring right. that the person that is going to communicate something is very important. So uh, I'm glad to mention that that definitely we do have access to any other language uh, that great. we may not have within the personal. And the language line provides you access to hundreds of languages. Oh my God, absolutely. yes. And it's a very mm-hmm. good tool to have there. Yes. It, 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 absolutely. Now, if you have somebody who only speaks German, you can call me because I can help oh with that. Gosh. Now, I don't think that's ever going to happen here in Nashua. But well, let me tell you, we do have a nurse that speaks German. Really? Exactly. Yes, we do. So she's always with us. Oh, I know. You know what? I know that. I okay. know her, actually. Do you remember her name? I want to say it. Yes, I do know. I do know her. I've yes. known her and her, her boyfriend for many, many years. Oh, my God. So, yes. Absolutely. 
So her name is Sasha. So yep. in case anybody is out there in uh, looking for services and speak German, in we German. Can... <laughs> well, if I, you know what, I might call Sasha and put her to the test. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really terrific. How long have you guys been with the public health department? So. Okay. Yep. Oh my God, uh, Mike. You know, I've been lucky enough to be with the division. Uh, my last uh, sixteen years. You know. So working, you've seen a lot of change, I'm I've sure. I've seen a lot of change. I've seen a lot of change, and uh, I see how things are moving in a positive way. Right. And uh, uh, I'm glad to be part of that uh, uh, great team, you know. And like I say, a lot of that uh, has to be with uh, uh, management people in there that sure. uh, they value what you have to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, the, uh, the education part, they always... Uh, focusing and expand uh, on knowledge and uh, send you to, to training, sending you to uh, education and all of that. So um, I really appreciate that from the division. That's that's yes. wonderful, Luis. Yes, uh, anybody is. who can spend 16 years in a place and still enjoy their job, <laughs> that's really great. How about yourself, Robert? I turned one year August 10th. Congratulations. And, and I would say that I'm honored to be yeah. working for the public health department. Yeah. Uh, management, just like Luis said, has been amazing. Yeah. They're so informative and they're always giving us a helping hand and guiding us. Um and I would say I, I love working for the public health department. I am glad to hear that. It's always good mm-hmm. to hear people who are loving their jobs. Last thing, um, if people want to learn more, obviously look for the van. Is there also, what's your website? Do you guys uh, yep. know? Yep, uh, nashuanh.gov. Uh, you could go to the search bar, write community health department or community services. Uh, you could also give us a call uh, directly to 603-589-4500. Repeat that number one more time. 603 603- Five eight nine four five zero zero. Perfect. Thank you guys so much for coming on, Robert and Louise from the D- Division of Public Health and Community Services for this uh, community of Greater Nashua. Thank you very much, thank, Mike. And I'm glad that you know there's people like you also making sure that the community get uh, the, this information because it's important in a healthy community. We it have is. To, they have to know where to go. And it is absolutely. You guys are awesome. So thank you so much. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to the Community Connection Show. We'll be back next Monday with two more great interviews with organizations from our community that are working hard to make our community stronger, smarter, safer, healthier, and happier. Until next week, please remember to be kind to one another because great things really do happen when we live united. FM Nashua. Listen, watch, and stream at WSMN.live. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Ratings for the Olympic Games opening ceremony were down 36% compared to 2016, according to preliminary numbers from NBC Universal. The numbers for the Tokyo Games marked the lowest audience for Olympic opening ceremony events in 30 years. California's biggest wildfire, the Dixie Fire, merged with another blaze as it burned homes in Northern California Sunday. The Dixie Fire is one of 86 large wildfires burning across the western U.S. Citizen anger over Tunisia's handling of a recent spike in COVID cases has added to general unrest over the nation's economic and social turmoil. Tunisian President Kayes Sayed announced Sunday that he had dismissed the country's prime minister and frozen parliament. The move, which comes on the 64th anniversary of Tunisia's independence, Tunisia's revolution in 2011 is often displayed as the sole success of the Arab Spring revolts across the region, but it has not led to stability economically or politically. USA Radio News. If you drive a car, truck,